to Geek This Podcast, episode number 45. My name is Dave Clements, and I'm one of the two hosts. Um, my other one sitting across the Skype line is Mr. David Hunt. Hello, everyone, and uh, actually one of three hosts. Um, we're not we're not joined today by um, our good friend Mike Estriva. Um, he couldn't make it, but um, we'll definitely be having him on very soon. Yeah, uh, hopefully with the next episode, with, um, he'll be on here. So, alright, you're going to have to put up with our shenanigans as usual, so buckle your safety belts. We are going to go back into the 1990s and talk about some childhood toys um, that one or both of us uh, used to play with, um, because for some odd reason, um, 90s toys just seem to be the coolest and weirdest toys out there, am I right? Yeah, I feel like we had the best toys ever. I mean, it, it, comparing it to, like, the toys of today and, uh, sorry, kids of the 80s, but the toys of the 80s, I, I feel like we had the best toys, period. Yeah, there's something about them. And I, it, it could just be pure nostalgia for us, but let's, let's start with this example. Um, we had the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. They've re-released them one or two times since we were kids, but I don't think they're as cool now as they were when we were kids. And and as far as like with these, I feel like that might be partially nostalgia, just because like the to- the action figures of today, I will admit, they do look better. Um, yeah, I that's true. But but yeah, there's something about those original. Ninja Turtle that just kind of jump out at me. Like every time I see one at like a garage sale, or if I go to our uh, local store, Kokomo Toys, and I see them, I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta have them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's definitely a nostalgia factor, and I love doing these episodes where we kind of go back to our childhood and and pull out some memories and just kind of relive it. Um, the last time we did this, we talked about video games. And that was really cool. So hopefully this one kind of matches um, up with that. Um, David, what was one of your favorite toys growing up, other than Ninja Turtles? Because I think that's a, I think every boy, and we're not trying to exclude the girls, but I never played with girl toys. My dad used to yell at me if I played with my sister's Barbie dolls. Yeah, my my sisters were both older than me, so I didn't really get forced into playing with any girl toys um so i I was lucky in that way (laughs) well that's good uh my the first one that i really want to talk about it's a big one um is legos oh i love lego because even though like one of the great great things about legos compared to a lot of the other toys that we're going to be talking about is legos are still around like they're still they're still around and they've improved yeah all these other these other toys, even the few that might still be around, I feel like they aren't as cool as they used to be. Yeah. But Legos, I mean... They're timeless. They yeah. really are. I mean, granted, now Lego, uh, their, their big thing is, you know, different brands. You know, you've got the Marvel superheroes, and you've got the DC superheroes, and um, things like that. But, I mean, they are what they are. They've never really changed um mm. you know 
yeah, I mean, you have, like, Lego Technic and, and things like that. Um, but... Well, I feel like when we were younger, like, in the 90s, that's when Lego first started their big, like, branding push. Because before that, it was just, like, your plain blocks and your basic, like, Lego people. Um, like, the, the city type people that had, had the different jobs and stuff. And then mm-hmm. around the 90s, I think, is when they started to really start licensing things. Um, I remember one of the coolest toys I ever got was the original Lego Millennium Falcon, uh, the very first one that came out. And that was, like, one of the best Christmas gifts I ever received. I'm actually really mad at you because you had a Lego Millennium Falcon. My parents weren't cool enough to buy me one. It was, like, the only thing I got that year, because it was, like, $100, but... Hey, I would have been fine with that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, you're right. It, I mean... Yeah, they they started the licensing thing. I mean, I we were older. I mean, I don't think we were, like, little kids. But, um... What was your favorite Lego set as a kid? Do you... I mean, other than, like, the Millennium Falcon. Because you had, like, pirates and... Like, the different themes. Do you remember having a favorite one? Uh, well, I did have a ton of the Star Wars ones, but that's just because of my love for Star Wars. I had um, uh, the Slave One with Boba Fett. Oh, which uh, they're re-releasing with, like, a... I think it's, like, 2,000 pieces. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I um, so bad. I want to go back and find, like, one of the originals on eBay or something. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, Star Wars. Um, I I had so many. My mom would just like. Usually it would be we were at the store and I would be like, Mom, I just want this little Lego set. So she'd buy me like the small like five dollar packs that are now like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like the the tiny little boxes where you got to build like a race car. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I think my favorite theme, and I'm looking it up on my phone right now because I can't, I can't remember what it was called. Um, I think that's what it was. Lego Adventurers. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Um, the Lego Adventurers uh, set was my favorite because it, it had that Indiana Jones feel. Um, mm. And I used to... I used to love Indiana Jones, even though, honestly, I can't remember a whole lot from the movies. Um, yeah, Johnny Thunder uh, was the little minifigure that you got, and I absolutely loved it. It was so cool. And I, I just looked it up, and it, um, Star Wars was the first big licensed one that they had, and uh, they started licensing those in 1999. Okay. So funny. I would... I would have been 10 years old, um, and, yeah, before that you had, like, uh, the space ones, like the generic space ships that were out there with your, um, Neil Armstrong-looking helmets, and, yep. uh, then you had your, uh, the, the Lego castle, that was a big one for me, I had all the horses and the knights and everything like that, that was the one I collected before Star Wars came out. Okay. Uh, I love Legos. We could talk about Lego all day, but <laughs> but let's not. 
Um, one of my favorite, um, it was it was a toy, but it was like a learning tool. It was called Two XL. Did you, do you remember this? I don't know. Because I'm a couple years older than you, so I don't know. I, honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, but for whatever reason, I guess I mean I was exposed to a lot of things, even though we were considered, you know, a poor family, so I don't know what the deal was. I must have had rich grandparents and just never realized it. Um, but they bought me this 2XL, and, um, that's, that's how it's spelled. It's the number 2, the letter X, and the letter L. So you can actually look it up on, on Google, and what it is is it's this little robot, but it's, um, it's just a cassette player. And, yeah, cassettes. We are definitely in the 90s. Um, you would take these little cassettes, and my favorite one was a Ripley's Believe It or Not um, tape. And you'd open up the front of him, stick the tape in, and whenever you would play it, his eyes would light up, and he would talk to you, and he'd like tell you these stories, but then he'd ask you questions, like he'd give you quizzes after he would read something, and there were these four little buttons on the front where you could actually answer the question and I don't know how it worked, um, but it was it was probably the coolest thing. Um, I'm sure you could find videos of it on YouTube and stuff like that, but uh, I'm really not doing it justice. I wish this was like a video podcast, or or I wish I could put like images in the podcast so you could really see this thing. It was it was so cool, um, and I think that's definitely what started a lot of my nerdiness. So, yeah, yeah I, Now that I've Googled it, um, I I do remember seeing this yeah. around. I don't think I personally ever owned one. Um, but, yeah, it's like this robot-looking guy. Um, and it actually looks like he was the, the model that we remember is the uh, second model of it. Um, the first one was actually actually came out back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. So we, we kind of stole that one from the 80s kids. Yeah, and we made it cooler, though. <laughs> um, and, and it's funny, because we couldn't do that now, um, even with technology the way it is, because it's like, there was something about putting a cassette in that had like a different story or different questions and stuff. Um, and my, my favorite thing about 2XL, and I'm going to try and do it even with a cold, but just the way that he would start because you would stick the tape in you'd rewind it all the way to the beginning and he would come on and he would say something like I am 2XL the smartest toy robot in the world and it was <laughs> like, I loved it I mean I, I still remember it and it's been I mean it's been a very long time I mean we're talking like 18 years probably since since I if not longer, since I played with that thing. I don't even know where it went. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know where like, any of my toys went. Uh, when I went off to college, uh-huh. my mom moved out of my childhood house. Mm. Uh, so when I came back from college, everything was gone. <laughs> oh, that sucks. See, yeah. I, know, I know what happened to mine. I have a ton of younger siblings. So my parents actually, going back to Lego... Um, my parents have a humongous tote. I mean, we're probably talking 
you know, a five-gallon tote um, just full of Legos. I mean, to the point where you can't even close the lid on it. It's that full. <laughs> I mean, there's probably, honestly, if you sold them, there's probably over two or three thousand dollars worth of Legos in there. I, wow. I, I would bet. So, not granted, they were a lot cheaper back then, but. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So, what's another what's another toy that you loved as a kid? All right. The next one I'm gonna go to. Um, it's a little thing called Street Sharks. Oh man. I loved my street sharks. They were probably like one of my number one toys, <laughs> and they were so they were so stupid too. Like they didn't really do anything. Um, their arms kind of moved a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, the ones that I had didn't do anything. But they looked so cool. But they were definitely like Ninja Turtle ripoffs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but I loved them. <laughs> did, you, did you watch the cartoon? I didn't see. I had never seen the cartoon. Really? I just, I think my mom got me a bunch of the Street Sharks at like a garage sale one time, uh-huh. and so I had a ton of them. I had like ten of them or something like that. Uh-huh. I, but yeah, I didn't even know there was a cartoon until I got older and I looked it up one time, found out that it was based on a cartoon. Like really, I thought they were just some toy that my mom picked up. <laughs> no, actually. Um... They, it used to be on Netflix. The cartoon used to be. But I guess it's, it's not on there now. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with Street Sharks. Um, honestly. Because um, when I was a kid, I have... I have I actually... I mean, I have a brother that's, you know, your age. Which sounds weird. Like, I'm, like, way older than you. Um, <laughs> but I used to just terrorize the crap out of him and one day we were at my mom's house and I just kind of pushed him too far and he went around chasing me um, through her house with his street shark I covered up with a blanket and he proceeded to beat the crap out of the blanket which I was under and he ended up giving me a bloody nose with his street shark oh wow yeah so uh yeah, it's, I, I have a love hate relationship, and it's probably a reason why I hate sharks now. You know, <laughs> as a twenty seven year old man. So, but yeah, street sharks, man, and there were there were a few different like cartoons and toys around that time. Like um, what was it? Uh, Biker mice from Mars or something like that. Does that sound familiar? No, not at all. Battle toads. I, I've heard of that. Okay. Um, man, I can't remember what the... I think it was Biker Mice from Mars or something like that. Um, but I think they had cartoons and toys and stuff, too. And so they were kind of all that variant of... Kind of Nina, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Gone Wrong is basically all it was. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I, I like the fact that there's a little bit of an age gap because there's probably some toys I might mention that you might not remember. Um, Pogs. Do you remember Pogs? P-O-G-S. I, I do remember Pogs. Um, I didn't really collect them or anything, but I know what they are. Yeah. Um, Pogs are, for those of you who don't know, they're... I kind of read up on them a little bit, but basically, um, 
the origin is from Hawaii. Um, but basically, they used to be bottle caps. But now, well, not now, but uh, when they were really popular um, in the 90s, they're just like little cardboard circles with really cool designs on them. And somehow you played a game with them. And I, all I did was I just collected them. Um, and they had a, a pog tube where you could just like slide all of your your little pog chips in there and carry them around, show them off. You know, I never played it. It was like Pokemon cards. You know, <laughs> I, I I never played it. I just carried it around because it was the cool thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I was the exact same way with Pokemon. Yeah. Like I collected all the cards, but I had no idea how to actually play the game. Mm-hmm. So all the stats and everything that were on there, they meant nothing to me. It's just, do you have this card? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like, well, and I mean, we can even talk about Pokemon cards a little bit. But, like, you know, I remember I collected Pokemon cards because it was the cool thing to do. And I had, at one time, a holographic Charizard, which was, like, a big deal at the time. It was, like, a really rare card that, you know... It's probably worth some kind of money now. Yeah, from what I understand, I mean, if you have an original um, first edition holographic Charizard, then those are still worth some pretty pennies. Uh, yeah, and I, I did have one, because I remember somehow conning my stepbrother into letting me have it. Which, oh, yeah, this is real nice. I just uh, I just found one on eBay for $5,000. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> wow. That is insane. $5,000. $5,000. Now, will it sell? That's the question. That that <laughs> That is a good question. So far, there's been 34 offers on this one, so... Ugh. Wow. That is just insane. Alright, um... Name, name another toy. Let's keep going back down memory lane. All right. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is uh, Super Soakers. Oh. The original Super Soaker, like. Like the neon yellow and orange Super Soakers. Yeah, like I, I had some of those, and then as I started to get older, they started to make Super Soakers look so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but lately, like when I walk on the Super Soaker aisle now, uh, they kind of look. Like they've gone back to the the old like crappy non realistic looking ones, and I don't know if there have been like laws gone into place that guns can't look realistic anymore, Probably. or what? Probably. But I remember having um, like uh, the Star Wars uh, the Star Wars branded Super Soakers, and those were like my favorite Super Soakers ever because they just looked awesome. They had, like, a backpack that you could use. They had Star Wars Super Soakers? They did. Oh, my gosh. How did I miss out on that? Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> it's almost like my life isn't complete now that I know that some of these things exist. <laughs> um, did you have a talk boy? Uh, no, I didn't. But, again, it's one of those things that I know what they were. Yeah. Um... Talkboy, for people who don't know, was the thing that Macaulay Culkin um, would record his voice and um, uh, fend off uh, 
home invaders um, in Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Um, and I, I don't remember if, I, if one was bought for me or if I just inherited my cousins, but I used to love that thing. And I'd use it, you know, as a tape player. Um, I actually borrowed my mom's copy of Grease, sound, the Grease soundtrack, <laughs> and thought that I could sing you know, when I was eight years old and sang over one of the really high-pitched um, parts in one of the songs. I'm admitting to that now. <laughs> That's what I used my Talkboy for. So. Okay, so I'm sure you probably had your hands on koosh balls at some point in your childhood, yes? Yes. Were those not the funnest things ever? I used to throw those at my sister. Oh, you were awesome. <laughs> See, I... I don't remember throwing them in it at anybody. I used to think that um, I was a really good hacky sack player because I could, you know, bounce a koosh ball on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of hacky sacks, that's another one. Yeah, that's true. Which, I mean, that's not necessarily from from our... I mean, they were popular when we were kids, but I think those are, like, from, like, the 60s and 70s, aren't they? Probably. I'm sure there's um, some, like, old fart listening to this episode being like, all these stupid kids. Oh, those, those <laughs> are from my era. <laughs> but I don't I don't know what was around the 60s. What can I say? I was, I was born in 89. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Cut me some slack. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I loved hacky sacks. Yeah, um, I remember trying to like get in the hacky sack circles with friends at like church, and they were all so good, and I was terrible. And <laughs> eventually, they just stopped asking me if I wanted to join. Because <laughs> they, they they pass it to you, and and then like. You just like drop it on the floor. Yeah, like, I would. Oh, come on, man. I would always end their their streak. They'd be like, "Yeah, we got like a twenty five streak going on," <laughs> and then it would fall, and it was always my fault. Oh, David, jeez, go. Yeah, on. I'm that guy. <laughs> Put your hair in a ponytail, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, now, what about creepy crawlers? Oh my gosh, that was actually the exact same thing I was going to go for next. Oh, well, you talk about it. Oh, well, no, I, I love Creepy Crawlers, because it was like the boys' version of the Easy Bake Oven. I mean, except you didn't... Well, actually, um, they they did come out with a version of Creepy Crawlers that you could eat. They did, and that's the one that I had. Was it Creepy Crawlers, or did it have a different name? Uh... If it had a different name, I don't know what it was, okay. but I, I just knew it as creepy crawlers. It, I mean, it made bugs that you could eat, and it grossed my sister out. Oh man, I loved it, and it's like it, the funny thing about some of these toys from the '90s is they are totally unsafe by standards now. <laughs> you know, it's like here, let's take a really hot light bulb, um, and you get to put, well, like the regular creepy crawler machine. Uh, it was like the Easy Bake Oven. It had the the light bulb, but then you put like this this mixture in there, and you basically bake these plastic bugs, you know. Um, and it's like 
how many times did I use that thing and my parents didn't even care and they weren't even home? Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, if something goes, goes wrong, you burn the house down and <laughs> no one's there. To... Well, it looks like Mattel's getting sued. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, man, I loved, loved Creepy Crawlers. Uh, it's killing me that I can't think of what the, the, the one that uh, you could eat. Ugh. What, did it have a different name, or was it just, like, a type of the creepy crawler? I don't... I don't even remember. That's the thing. I thought it had a different name. Hmm. So. Anyway. Um, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. And this was before everything could fit in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, this was cool, because, um... It, with Tamagotchi, it always made me think of, like, if I actually had, like, a Pokemon mm-hmm. that I could, like, feed and things like that. And I think eventually they did come out with, like, a Pokemon they Tamagotchi. Did. They did. Now, I didn't have the Pokemon version because my parents, um, my dad and my stepmom, they were just like, Pokemon's stupid. Your mom got you hooked on to a stupid thing. So they got <laughs> me the regular Tamagotchi. And they had a couple other, like, off-brands or, you know... I can't even remember what they were, but the Gigapet. Yes, I had a I had a Tamagotchi. I had a Gigapet. I probably had a couple other things too, but um, I always like making them poop. <laughs> um, that's just the the little boy in me. I mean, even now, I I think they re-released the Tamagotchi, if I'm not mistaken, or you can download it on your phone or something. And part of me is like, you know. I still want to make it poop. Like, see it <laughs> to the point where it just poops. It's just... I can't help it. I, I'm still really childish. Um, let's see. Transformers. See, I didn't get into Transformers. Really. See, I... I, I liked Transformers, but... It, I mean, the 90s Transformers... This was like when... It was really into like animals, like um, Beast Wars was huge. Okay. And that's what I watched. Um, I loved Beast Wars, so I collected all the action figures that I could, um, all the different Transformers, like, um, and, and they all had different names. Uh, that's not like your standard, like Optimus and uh, Megatron. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on one second. My cat is like jumping up in my face. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I loved my Beast Wars Transformers. So I now uh, the original Transformers, those were all like back in the eighties. So I I do know that, and you eighties people, you can claim those for yourself. I I understand those were originally yours. Yep. <laughs> Now, along the same lines of Transformers, do you remember when McDonald's came out with their own little McDino changeable things? Yeah, like the the cheap yeah, little like, Transformers that... That looked like McDonald's food, like you had like a little dinosaur that was, um, or actually it was like a, a Happy Meal that turned into a dinosaur. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, uh, I probably had all of those at one time. Um, but I don't now. <laughs> but yeah, 
yeah, I remember, I remember that. I, I was never really into Transformers, and I don't know if it's just because uh, I'm kind of impatient when it comes to that kind of thing. You know, I don't want to have to, you know, well, I was going to say I don't want to have to build my toys to play with them, but I love Lego and Kinex, so. <laughs> so I don't know. I never really got into Transformers, though. Yeah, ju- the Beast Wars were the only ones that I really got into. Um, I never really got any of the the cars or anything that transformed like the original ones. Um, but I remember having a lot of the Dinobots. Okay. Huh. I wonder why I never got into those. Eh, oh well. Um, <laughs> Too late about, now. What about trolls? You remember the troll dolls? I mean, I, I don't know how you could forget them, but... My sisters had a lot of troll dolls. Yeah, see, I wasn't necessarily into them, but my mom was, and she actually bought me a couple of them for my birthday one year. And uh, they're actually really cool, because they were the bigger ones that had, like, clothes, and uh, she got me one that was, like, a hunter or something like that. And... Um, for, for people that don't know, if you're just too young, you don't know, just Google troll dolls, and you'll know what we're talking about, but they were this, just these plastic molded characters that were kind of creepy looking, because they were always smiling, they got these big eyes, but then um, they have a jewel in, a, in their belly button that matched the color of their hair, and their hair was, the hair was really fun to play with, it was nice to twist and shape and you just didn't want to take it in the bathtub with you because it would ruin the hair. But, yeah, I mean, I wasn't into them, but they were part of my childhood just because my mom bought them for me. Now, uh, speaking of things that I wasn't, that we weren't into, um, that were around back then, the, the Beanie Babies. I, I know I didn't really get into Beanie Babies, but everyone that I knew had Beanie Babies. They were huge, like, collector's items. Yeah, um, my younger brother had one, and um, he didn't care if it was going to be worth money someday or not. He just loved his stuffed animal, so, <laughs> you know. I, I remember um, it was the Princess Diana Beanie Baby. What? Was was huge. Like, everyone wanted one. Wow. Because it was expensive and worth a lot of money. It was like a pink bear wow that's crazy oh, yeah yeah <laughs> um let's let's each pick um two more and uh then we'll jump into recommendations that way we don't have like a five hour long episode <laughs> um so let's see i'm gonna go with something that i played with a lot um, was Gak. Do you remember Gak? Nickelodeon Gak? Yeah. Yeah, Gak, just the... Like, the messy stuff my mom hated because she couldn't get it out of the carpet. Yes, yes, that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was the same reason my parents hated it, and it was always like, okay, if you're going to play with it, you have to sit at the kitchen table. And I was like, well, that's not any fun. I used to cover my action figures in it, though. <laughs> It was like a messier version of Silly Putty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it, I think they make it 
again. I think they've re-released it. But, man, now I want to go buy some. <laughs> things, this episode's doing things to my mind. All right, what uh, do you have? Hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to talk about this one just because you can't talk about toys of the 90s and not talk about it. Um, Furby. Oh, my gosh. Not a... No. Ah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally didn't have one. Yeah. Um, I thought they were creepy, and they were like, really expensive. Yeah. Because uh, if, like, if you didn't get them off the shelf which I guess was hard to do because everybody wanted them. Uh, then you had to buy them secondhand, and if you bought them secondhand, they were like tons of money. Uh, but yeah, they, I mean, if, if you're listening to this and you somehow, for some odd reason, don't know what Furby is, it was just this like creepy little animal that had eyes that moved and a mouth that moved. and um, It talked. Yeah, it talked. It I think it. I think it would sing. It was just like a, a furball with a, with eyes and feet and a beak. A beak. Yeah. Arms. Yeah. It was such a creepy little thing, and I mean, they still make them. They they came out with new versions of them, and it's sad that I know this, but I used to work at a store, you know, and I saw way too many toys that ruined, you know, ruined the the nostalgia that I have for these toys that we're talking about now yeah furbies yuck <laughs> yuck i'll never let my girls have one never i'll beat it with a sledgehammer <laughs> um okay i've been i've been waiting on this one stretch armstrong you know i never had one. Oh really oh my gosh man you're missing out Alright, so here's the deal. When I come back home, um, we're going to have to go to Kokomo Toys and see if he's got any so that you can play with one and say that you've played with one. Well, I have played with one because my oh. friends had one, but I, I just personally never had one. Oh, okay. So, Stretch Armstrong was this... Um, this uh, he, was, he was kind of an action figure, but he was filled with this like stretchy, goopy material... Um, and he came in some different forms, like different outfits, I think. He also had a, a, a dog um, named Fetch. That He was like a basically like a, a, a dachshund, a wiener dog. You know, you could stretch him. Mm-hmm. I think there was a couple other things you could get. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was basically... Uh, I'll, I'll try and find commercials for a lot of these toys um, to put in the show notes. But... Um, basically the the gimmick was you could stretch him as far as you wanted and he would never break um they even had a cartoon for it i think for for a very very short time um but i actually remember having a stretch armstrong it was a a ninja stretch armstrong so he's wearing this black actually he may have just been black and he had like a little belt or something and uh i uh I stretched him too far one day, <laughs> and um, he started leaking this, I don't even know what it was, it was some kind of like gel, just nasty stuff, and we had to throw it away, but yeah, Stretch Armstrong was like the ultimate boy toy, you know, that, I mean, 
Is this my last one? Um, if you want it to be. Okay, well, um, <laughs> I gotta talk about the uh, Power Ranger toys, and not just like the action figures, even though I had a ton of those. Uh-huh. Uh, the main one I want to talk about are the, the Megazords. Because those were like my favorite, because it, you can get like the different um, the different toys of, of their individual Zords, uh-huh. and then put them all together to make the Megazord. I knew you were going to bring that up. I, I absolutely knew it. I was going through, and I go, huh, I never had any of these, but I'm sure David did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Power Rangers was such a huge thing when we were kids. I mean... Uh, yeah, but I had, one, I had them for a really long time. Eventually, my mom uh, was kind of converted from my church that... Um, uh, Power Rangers were the devil for some reason. Uh, so she made me get rid of a lot of my Power Rangers stuff. Oh, bummer. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I loved it, and I I still do. <laughs> that that's, that's cool, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, Power Rangers, oh my gosh. Now, are they, they still make Power Rangers toys, right? And yeah, as far as I know. I mean, they... Power Rangers, it still goes on to this day. Um, like, they're still making the TV show and everything. Yeah, that's true. You'll have to you'll have to do an episode about Power Rangers sometime soon. Because um, I know that's right up your alley, and I really don't remember a whole lot of it from my childhood. Last thing I remember was the Power Rangers movie. So. Did you have anything else that you wanted to bring up and talk about? Um, this kind of goes off of toys a little bit, um, but the, the original, like, Tiger handheld video games, um, those, that was, um, like, my first interaction with video games, actually, because we were kind of a not-so-wealthy family, so I didn't have my first game system Mm -hmm. until I was a little bit older, um, but but I mean, my mom could afford to put like twenty bucks down on on like, like just a little handheld game, like the Tiger ones. Uh, those were awesome. I, there were so many different kinds. Um, any specifically that jump out to you? Um, yeah, the one I think I only had one. I might have had two, but the one that I remember is the Aladdin um, game. Yes. Um, and I absolutely loved it because Aladdin's one of my favorite um, movies. And um, so I ha- I think I had the Aladdin Tiger game, and I then I had um, Aladdin for my Sega Genesis when I was younger, too. So I, I used to play the crap out of that game. I, I loved it. What what ones did you have? Um, I had an X-Men one. Oh, yeah. I've play- I played that, too. Yep. Yeah, that was that one was my favorite. That was the nineties um, X Men. Yeah. And then um, the classic, um, like baseball one. You know that. Okay. And then, um, oh, what else was there? There were so many. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, you know, um, it's kind of like, well, you know, it was it was the poor kid's Game Boy, you know, and it's like. Yeah. I mean, you thought you were cool stuff when you were playing them until you got made fun of. 
know. <laughs> so. Oh, there was um, there was one that had uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on it. Oh, I think I've played that one too. Yeah, that one I, I played a lot because um, I mean it was a good game even though it was on a a tiger handheld. Huh. Yeah, that is. So- I love those things. Man, I wish we could go back in time and just like just grab a little, you know, one or two of these things. Not even so much to make money off of them, but just to have them still, you know? Do, do they make anything like that anymore? I don't know that they do. I've had, I used to have people come to me at the store and ask me, and I couldn't find anything. Like, it was hard to even find, like, you know, the little handheld Yahtzee games. Right. So, I don't know. I'm sure they cost a fortune now, though. <laughs> Wow. Uh, any others that are jumping out to you that we just have to talk about? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not, uh, not, not that I can think of. Yeah, me either. I, th- I think we talked about almost all of them that that I really remember yeah. loving. Um. So let's go ahead and jump into our recommends section. Um, this is the part of the show where we recommend something to you, the listener, and you can either take us up on it or not. It's totally up to you, but in our own opinions, you're missing out. Um, do you have a recommendation, buddy? Um, the only thing I can really uh, recommend is um, definitely going to uh, KokomoCon next month. Yes. Uh, KokomoCon, it's... Um, it used to be the biggest uh, comic convention in Indiana, uh, but it, it's not the biggest anymore. But it's still the best, in my opinion. Um, I mean, they, it's a uh, forty. No, what is it? Forty uh, k square feet of geeky goodness. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's a lot to do there. Um, they're gonna have the uh, the. Batman, uh, Batmobile from the 66 TV show there that you can get your picture with. Uh, Denny O'Neill is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Denny O'Neill, he's the the big guest this year. Yeah, uh, which is which is really cool. I mean, um, he's not he's not really from my era, but I mean, just to be able to you know shake the hand of um, you know uh, a comic creator um, that uh, a legend. I mean, that's. That that's gonna be really cool. Um, that is October eighteenth, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, October eighteenth, yeah, two thousand fourteen. And, and uh, as far as you know, the podcast goes, we're probably just gonna be walking around there um, the day of the con, just because um, we don't have money to like get a booth and do live episodes or anything like that um so now if, if you want to find me um i will i'm actually going to be helping out with the auction there's going to be an auction there to auction up a bunch of really cool stuff um to help the, the kokomo humane society uh so it, if you want to find me i'll be up by the table uh where all the auction items are so if you just look look for me there i'm the uh, the big guy <laughs> And, um, I don't know, I'll probably be tweeting and uh, Facebook posting and stuff like that um, from KokomoCon. So, 
Uh, you'll just have to find us, and I'm sure Michael, not Michael, Mike will uh, uh, show up sometime during the day. Hopefully we can all get there at one time and, uh, you know, take a, a group selfie or something like that for you. So, yeah, if you decide to come to KokomoCon, um, come find us, um, tweet us, leave us a message on Facebook, something like that, and um, we'll let you know where we're at. Um, I have two recommendations. Um, the first is David was on a new podcast called Comic Book Time Machine um, on episode number 12 with uh, our friend Matt Anderson, who also hosts the Sci-Fi Christian. Um, that Was that fun or not? It was a ton of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that episode. Uh, it's, it's really cool to um, guest host on a podcast. Um, and I thought you and you and Adam, or you and Adam, jeez, you and Matt worked really well together. My my brain's starting to slowly fry and dissolve into nothingness. So yeah, go check that out. Link is um, in the show notes. Um, the other recommendation I have um, is a show that has evidently been on for like six or seven seasons now on Sci-Fi called Face Off. Um, I'm a huge fan of um, behind the scenes, and I love seeing um, makeup artists do their thing, and that's what this show is all about. It's a reality show, competition, and uh, they do some very, very cool makeup. So um, that's on Sci-Fi, and you can check that out. So those are the recommends for this episode. Um, and I've got a question of the episode for the listeners, and you can... Um, respond to this either on the website or on our Facebook page. The question is what was your favorite toy from your childhood? So let us know and um, we're going to sign off and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to Geek This Podcast with David Clements and David Hunt. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekthispodcast. You can also check us out on Twitter at geekthispodcast. Leave us a voicemail and give us feedback by calling 765-416-3651 and be sure to subscribe at geekthispodcast.com slash iTunes. For previous episodes, be sure to check out geekthispodcast.com. <laughs>